we are live what is going on everyone welcome to game breakers man it has been a long time with your host edwin and will obviously but we're back again a wednesday wednesday afternoon we had a little bit of a labor day hangover wouldn't you say my guy yeah yeah i think i'd agree with you you know i saw you were out there at the parade you know you was just wilding out i was you know, not wilding out yeah, bro, you were terrorized the streets of Brooklyn. I saw you out there. Nah, nah, I could not. How was that, that though? It, it was nice, actually. Yo, can you believe that I've never been to that parade before, ever? And like, that was my first time being there. But it was so lively. It was so fun. Like, there was a lot of people there, obviously. But I didn't know it would be a Caribbean parade day. So that was it's something that was like, like kind of a shocker. Okay, yeah, like it's always like a Caribbean kind of thing in terms of okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. You makes sense. Seeing, but bro, the walking is crazy. Guyanese people there? I saw Guyanese. I saw Trinidadian. I saw Jamaican. Oh, I saw Belize. Yo. I saw St. Vincent. I saw bro. <laughs> I can go. I saw Haitian. I can go on and on, man. Okay. Okay. Nice. 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 That sounds dope, though. I mean, like, what'd you guys do? I mean, we got some food. Just saw the parade the performances. Um, we stormed the gates. If you, if you, if you may be right. The just, yeah. What is this, Hunger Games? What do you mean you stormed, like what? Like you stormed the Capitol? Like, like what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we just like, I mean, at, at some point in time, people were inside the, the barricades that prevent people from coming into where the truck is driving, obviously. So. Ah, okay, okay. Know. All right, cool. Yeah. Wait, so you drove down there or you took the train? Nah, we drove. Whoa, where'd you park? Oh, never take the train. You crazy? Where'd you park? Hey, we parked somewhere. I don't know, but. Like, like was it far? No. Oh, all right. Not at all. Not at all. Lucky, pretty lucky. But I don't know how people do it, bro. Like Brooklyn is insane. I could never ever live in New York. Yo, bro, never living in New York City is like a scam, bro. Like it's Mm. like there's nowhere for you to park. They got like all these violations on like the Mm. street, so you can't park here from 12 a.m. to Mm -hmm. like 11 p.m. You like you can't do this, you can't do that. Nah, like mm -mm, bro, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It sucks. Didn't you live in Brooklyn for some time? Yeah, but it sucks. You, you hated it. Okay, okay. Just yeah, I don't cool. like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like I don't it. Know. Like, it's not fun, bro. It's not fun. Like, okay. it's like too stressful. Too much going on. You got to take the train. You got to take the bus. Like, mm, mm. nah. And, you know, you got to get out and pump your own gas, bro. Like in Jersey. Oh, yeah. I don't got to get out and pump my own gas. Nah, man. Keep, nah. Me in, keep me in Jersey. Like living next to the city is good to me. I don't got to be in the city. Yeah. True enough. True enough. Listen, man. Like. Everybody from New York talks about it like it's the best thing on earth. I don't understand why. I can't get They don't know better. They don't know better, bro. They don't know better. They, they really yeah, don't. Man, because you know, I don't look, get man. it. I don't look, get man, it. Bless they, look, bless their little hearts, okay? They don't know no better. <laughs> like, they don't know nothing outside of Brooklyn. So, you know, you got to just, like, people that kind of like being in, like, those crowded kind of, yeah. like, you know, areas where, bro, like, if you live in Brooklyn, unless you're lucky to have a one-car driveway – you literally, if you leave your spot, your parking spot, when you're coming back home, there's no guarantee that, that you'll have a spot. No guarantee. Nah, man. Like, you got to park four blocks away and walk four blocks to get home. Walk. Are you mad? What the yeah, heck? Yeah, nah, crazy. Can never be me, bro. The way people walk over there is crazy. One person, I heard one person walked 40 minutes from the parade to get there. Crazy. What? Me? I just stay home. Yeah, facts. Facts. <laughs> I just, just stay, stay home. home. Just stay home. Are Hell like, no. Home? Come on now. Yeah, 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 bro. It is whiz. But what did you do Labor Day though? What did you what did you get into? At work. 
Hey man, what a working man we have here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. Love yeah, it. man. Nah, but I mean, like I worked, but I didn't do anything. I just chilled. Um, you know, I took some time, like, cause I, it wasn't as busy. So I, I was able to kind of like just do like some uh, like some stuff that I had to do, some uh, some in-house stuff. Went to like the gym, you know, uh, went to a couple so I had a couple errands to run, but I didn't do anything to celebrate the holiday though. Just okay. Chilling. All right. Yeah, not yeah. bad, not bad. Hey man, but it is what it is. Guys, we are officially back after a long-awaited absence, whatever it was. But let's get straight into it because we got a lot to get into, obviously, man. And a lot of ranting will be coming in the future. So, listen, stay tuned for that. But talk to me about Montrez Harrell signing a two-year deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. What do you think that move is going to be for the 76ers? And what does he bring for them on the table when it comes to just experience and on-the-court impact? It's a good move. I mean, you know, they're signing him. He's going to be coming off the bench. He's not going to really be starting. Mm. And, you know, you saw him win that six man of the year award with the Clippers, I think, a few seasons ago. So yeah. I think it's a good move for them. You know, he definitely is one of the better players in the NBA in terms of what you can have for bench depth. And I think that he'll be able to help them out a lot. So it makes sense to me. I mean, like They're going to need help for Joel Embiid, especially, you know, you don't want to overplay him. So I think that Montrose uh, Harrell, decent big man, he could come in, you know, he could cover for Embiid, like when Embiid needs to rest, et cetera. I know he plays like the four, but, you know, the NBA with the big man position-wise, like it's kind of positionless as a big man. You're, like I think that how the game is going now, you're kind of expected to be able to play the four and five kind of. I think that he can do a job at both. So to me, it's not a bad deal at all. It just I don't know what's going on with like his legal stuff, though, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, true enough. Can you see like a situation where they start Montrez next to Embiid and run that lineup throughout the season? No, 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 no. no. Now, only if Tobias Harris is hurt, because uh, Tobias Harris is still there. And yeah. Tobias Harris, he's good for floor spacing. You know, he's a better shooter than uh, Harrell. And I know that, you know, like Embiid can shoot as well. But I think uh, Harrell's game is more so closer to, like, the basket, which can impact what Embiid wants to do. So I think there's no scenario where I can really see Harrell starting unless Tobias Harris gets hurt or he plays really bad. Then I think he will be mainly off the bench. Like, he will start some games, though. But I think it will mainly be him coming off of the bench, playing about 15 to 20 minutes a game. You know, I love what the Sixers are doing right now with this team. I mean, they are adding some grit, some some good defense. Remember, Tucker, Melton is an athletic guard. Uh, my guy House from the Rockets. Now you add Machas Heron to that mix. That is a team that's going to be gritty. And obviously you already have Joel Embiid over there. Uh, my guy Tyrese Maxey. Tobias Harris is okay as a defender. But ultimately, though, that team has some grit and has some power defensively, man. It really is. Now, they're not going to be the best team when it comes to floor spacing. They don't really have too many great three-point shooters on that team either way, though. But that way to beat that team is to stop James Harden and to ultimately yeah. neutralize what they have in the paint presence. But because they have so many imposing figures in that paint, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, now Machos Harrell, it's going to be a lot of tough things to do to try and get them off their game. So I don't know what it is but that they're doing, but it's working right now, man. And do you think that they could be the team to beat in the East with this move? No. Why not? Because Montrezl Harrell does not make them <laughs> title favorites. Now, yes, he makes them better. But, again, like, if we would have checked the odds before he joined and then checked the odds after he joined, I highly doubt that it budged. It's just a good move. It's for squad depth. It's a – yeah, like, it's a solid move. But – to me, that does not make them the team to beat in the East still. I still think that they're about the third, fourth best team in the East, if anything, fourth maybe. You know, I'd still got to give it to the Celtics, Nets, and, you know, I don't even feel like thinking no more. But, yeah, like Celtics, Nets, um, shoot, 
I would even I would kind of say that they're kind of on the same level right now as like in my opinion the Cleveland Cavaliers if I'm being honest like in terms of where the 76ers are like after this Donovan Mitchell trade obviously like I'd put okay. them on the same level as the Cavs right now about like the fourth fifth fifth best team something like that okay so what's yeah. their ceiling for next season are they championship team or are they just like a good team that's gonna make a run next year in the playoffs or you know what's the ceiling what's their low for next season coming up they're a good team that's gonna make a run in the playoffs i think it'll be more so like that i don't see them as legit title contenders obviously they can be title contenders but i think that a lot of that falls on joel and b you know and we i mean joel and b's been healthy uh or or more so healthy as of late but we don't know how long that can continue you know he still does usually have those uh injury problems so I think that they just need a lot of things to go perfect for them for them to kind of make a championship run or even win a championship. But I do think that they will be a team that you'd say is a contender, but I just don't see it. I don't believe in them that much. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And listen, man, this team has some depth now. It has some good depth on that team that's going to help them to make these runs that he's talking about. And to be honest, when it comes down to the playoffs, you need team depth in order to make these kind of runs and to be an impactful or an impactful team going into this type of environments but we'll see what happens though it's not a bad you move, interesting, like, though because you didn't even answer that question yourself so the same question that you asked me like exactly. what do you see them doing i think their high next year is a uh, eastern conference finals and their low is probably just you know going to make a run probably second round exit again i can see that happening but i go back to last year joel and b was injured james harden didn't play the best once again um and they didn't really have the best team when it came to like just away performances obviously these guys just disappeared but they have much better depth much better three-point shooters a little bit with Anthony Melton on, on that team and Daniel House on that team so they should be able to space the floor a little bit better and with that having Joel Embiid, James Harden and now obviously having another big man in Montrezl Harrell they can be an Eastern Conference uh, finals team next year though okay but you wouldn't say the team to beat though right no Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. Yeah, to me, James Harden is not the same player that he was. And, you know, like Embiid, like obviously he's one of the best big men in the NBA. He probably is the best big man in the NBA right now. But I I just think mm, relying on him, it's it's a uh, 50-50 coin toss for me. James Harden is your favorite player. How does it feel that he's declining now and you have to look at that? Well, I mean, it's natural. I mean, what? How old is James Harden? What, about 32, 31 or something like mm-hmm. that? So, I mean, you know, at this point in his career, of course he's not going to be the same guy that he was in OKC or the same guy that he was in. Well, actually, you say that he's better than what he is in OKC. I don't even know why I just said that. But I, I meant more so to say Phoenix. Uh, pers- I mean, Phoenix. Fuck. Houston. <laughs> my, like, my brain is all over the place right now. Obviously, this is a natural uh, progression of NBA players. I mean, again, it's only but so many players that can continue to play at that same level for so long. So James Harden's usage in uh, Houston was so high that obviously now him kind of aging and him going to Philly, it was obviously going to fall down a little bit. So, I mean, you know, him declining isn't really a surprise to me. I still think that James Harden's a pretty effective player. I still think that he is one of the better point guards in the NBA. So, you know, I think that he does fit with what the 76ers need. But he just does need to step it up in terms of being a bit more aggressive and helping him beat out with scoring. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, man, we'll see what happens. But either way, though, what would you give this move out of out of let's go A, B, C, D. What would you give this move? Let's go with that. B. I was about to say out of 10, but yeah. Yeah, B. B. Yeah, B. B. Good move. Fair, 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 fair enough, fair enough. All right, forget all that nonsense. Let's move on because football is freaking back. Yes, sir. 
Clap it up, people. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Listen, man. It's about that time to get into the great stuff. You know how you've been away from football so long that it just brings so much fresh air into the atmosphere. Sometimes like being away from basketball for so long, you just get so excited about the season and everything. But football is now back in the building, man. And starting off with my team, the New York Jets, Joe Flacco is expected to start week one. Please stop, please stop, please stop. Relax, relax, relax. Joe, Joe Flacco is going to start week one because yeah. Zach Wilson is not quite yet ready, progressing well. And I am so pissed off because how do we go from he's going to maybe play week one, maybe possibly play week two, to now him being out for four weeks, the earliest, like the earliest coming back in week four? What are you talking Like, What is going on, man? Seriously. I hate this. I hate this franchise sometimes. Why does this happen to me? I don't understand why. Why would you not run out of bounds in preseason? Preseason football. Run out of bounds. Zach Wilson, that was so stupid. And you cost me four games of not watching you play football. I don't want to see Joe Flacco play. I don't want to see Joe Flacco play. I want to see us lose with Zach Wilson, not with Joe Flacco. Now, don't get me wrong. If Joe Flacco helps us win some games, I'll be happy. Happy. I'll be. I'll be cooling. But either way, though, I want to see Zach Wilson playing. I want to see how this offense will go with Zach Wilson, not Joe Flacco, not Joe Cool. He's not that guy anymore. What the heck is going on, man? Seriously. And the people that's telling me that. He's going to be ready by week two, and now he's going to be ready by week four. Like, how does that even equate? How does that add up? It makes no sense. I'm happy, right, because he did dodge a bullet. He could have been out the whole season, but it still doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it doesn't make me happy at all. Either way, though, I'm upset. I'm upset now because now I got to watch Joe Flacco play against the freaking Ravens. The freaking Ravens. And they have to watch him play against the Browns and the Steelers and the freaking Bengals at all like I'm tired, man. I am tired, bro. Well, if it makes you feel better, he could possibly come back week four against the Steelers. Um, and what I would say is I would say is maybe the Jets are kind of taking more of like a cautious approach to it than because maybe he could play week two. Um, but they're probably thinking, yo, let's give him some extra rest because if this guy does get hurt and he does miss the whole season, then you could just forget it, right? So I mean, I understand them keeping them out to week four, but what are your predictions now with the Jets uh, now going to possibly not have them the first three to four games? I mean, those are – you have tough – like, your first four games are tough. I'm not going to lie. So, what's your predictions now that Joe Flacco will be the quarterback for those games? You know what's funny? I <laughs> I think we have a better chance to win these games than we did with Wilson, if, if I'm being honest. I'm mean? not going to lie. I get what you may say. I get what people may say. But Joe Flacco is much more experienced. He may, he may make plays that Wilson won't make in terms of just not turning the football over and may costing us some of these games. So you never know. We could be playing a, a nice, clean game when it comes down to week one, two, three. And all it takes is that one play to not be messed up. And then we can have the game go in our favor. You just never know sometimes. I know we're not favored in any That's of these games. That's a very weird thing way. for you to say. So – is it so? Yeah. So now, what I'll ask you is: Is Zach Wilson the guy? Because you can't be saying that you feel that you have a better chance to win with Joe Flacco if Zach Wilson is that guy. So clearly, you don't believe in your quarterback. I do believe in my quarterback, but I also don't. I also do know what we have in Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's experience alone will help us win these games. That may not help Zach Wilson win these games. Hell no. Yes. Joe Flacco yes. can't do a damn thing with this Jets team right now. You guys Listen. are gonna go. 0-4, literally. You guys are going to start the season 0-4. He, he might. And 
And thing is, you guys were going to start the season 0-4 even if you had Wilson. That's a crazy thing. Your first four games are brutal. The Ravens are going to – like brutal. the Ravens the, – bro, Ravens, Um, who else? So Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns. That's a brutal four games. Those are all tough teams. There's not, I'm not, one, I'm not like, a big it's not like you play the Texans. It's not, huh? I'm not a big believer in the Browns or Steelers, to be honest. Bro, the only the only thing that gives you even a hope, and the only reason that you could even say that you're not a big believer um like in them is because the quarterback situation right now. And your quarterback situation right now is not any better than theirs. Let's keep it a buck right now. Joe Flacco yeah. not an upgrade on Jacoby Brissett. And Joe Flacco, as you can say that right now at his stage in, of his career, he's comparable to a Trubisky. So you don't even have the edge on them that wise. I'm just talking about as overall team units. Forget just the quarterback. I'm talking about just as overall units. Those are four very tough games because the Bengals overall are a better team than you guys. The Ravens overall are a way better team than you guys. The Steelers overall are a way better team than you guys. And same thing for the Browns. Way? Way better. The Jets are nowhere near any four of those teams. Way is a, is a stretch. <laughs> Dang. Wow. There's nothing that the Jets have. There's nothing that the Jets have right now that are better than any four of those teams. You you have not one department of your team that's better than anything of theirs. Of any of those four teams. Huh? That's debatable, bro. Come on now. What do you mean? Okay, so then make one debatable argument against it. Make one. You have a better tight end group than someone than so those four teams. Not and all who? four teams, obviously. And who? Like and who? The Steelers, the Bengals. The Browns have only David and Joku and also Hooper. I'll give you that. Who's but that's about end? it. No, actually, I don't think that I don't think that Hooper's there. I think it's just in Joku. And Joku, I, I okay, that, even better. Yeah, we have a better tight end group than them. Who's I don't want to go through this list, but if you want me to go through the list, I'll go through the list. But who's your tight end? Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzama. Those guys will are gonna make plays this year, bro. I might even I might hype that them up. So mid and mid. But like, Uzama was the starting tight end for the Bengals last year. And did what? And did and did what? What do you mean? Did, well, he had an average year last year. Yeah, but he was average. He's an average tight end. He's not nothing to talk about. He's average. Okay, but the tight end group is better than their group, though. Who the hell is Conklin? Who the hell is that? Oh, you're fine out pretty well. Who the hell is that? You have to watch. You have to use a former tight end Who from the Vikings. Who the hell is Conklin? You have to, you you have have him to watch the games to know. Who is he? Where's he from? Who do he play for? The games to know. Who he? Where he play for? Like who do he play for? Where's he from? Who is that? The Vikings. Last year he played for the Vikings. Did you not know that exactly? And guess what? Did he start last year too? Yeah. And why did he start? Why did he start? Yes. Because he was good. That's why he started. No, because Irvin Smith Jr. <laughs> no, bro, because Irv Smith Jr. had a season-ending uh, injury last year because that's their tight end one. So you signed a backup tight end from the Vikings and an average and an average tight end from the Bengals. Like, okay. it's not to talk about. Like, what are you talking but about? What still, are you talking about? But still, it's still a better group than their groups, though. I'm taking Njoku over both of those guys. That's fine, but we're talking about groups, right? You said Who tight end. The group? You don't have a quarterback to spread the ball around, anyways. So both those tight ends are probably not going to have no more than two catches per game. So I mean, what does we'll it matter? See. We'll see. But offense line is better than the Steelers this upcoming season. It's debatable. I'll give you that. The, the, huh? I, I will give you that. Okay. I'll give you that. Well, okay. no, but that wait, but that's debatable though because we don't know how good your front line is going to look either. But we know that their line's pretty bad. So, so I will give you that though. Your front line's not that good. Yes, it is that good. It's gonna be top ten this year. 
it has has great potential to be top 10 this year. Are you yes, crazy? Potential. It has, yes, potential. But we don't know what they'll be. They have potential. Okay, yes. well, I'm calling I'm calling it to be top 10 this year. Yeah, but you can't say that. Like, that's a fact. But I didn't say, like, it's a fact. I said they're going to be top 10 this year. It's not a fact yet. Yeah, but you saying that they're going to be top 10, that's, like, a fact. That's, like, you saying that you have the facts to back up that they will be a top 10. There is no facts to back no, up. No, that's an assumption. And that's you lost Becton. If anything, you might be worse. No, we won't because we signed a Pro Bowl left tackle and Dwayne Brown. Bro, he was a pro bowler, right? But why was he on the bottom for so long? So why did everybody else pass him up then? Pass him up? He was in the market for a while. Yeah, you're right. They don't want. Yeah, so uh, why did nobody else go in for him? Because no one, no one wants an aging offense line sometimes. But same reason why people passed up on uh, Ty. What's his guy's name? Taron Armstead for the Dolphins. He took a while to get to them, right? right. Same reason why people passed up on Jason Peters from the from the Eagles. He just went to the Cowboys. But Peters had injury problems. But Peters had injury problems. Okay. It happens. I'm saying it happens. Mm. It happens. Either way, though, right? doesn't move the needle for me. Either way, though. And he wouldn't have been so free for so long, like, if he was that good still. Yo, I'm still hopeful for these Mm. first four games because he's talking about we're going to go and be destroyed in these games. I don't think so at all. Okay, fine. Destroyed or not, you're gonna go on four. I don't care how you lose. You might lose nine to twelve. It, that means it's a close game. It's still a loss. I think at best you guys go one and three. Mm, it's possible. I think at best, if and obviously these are big ifs, right? Because things have to break our way. So depending on these matchups that, that, that don't have the best QB situation, Jacoby Brissett and Mitchell Trubisky, if things break our way, we can go two and two. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like we can go two and two. And oh, week I'm one, this, by bro. the way, okay. week one, we don't know what the Ravens will be like. Just saying, week one is when any team balls out. Week one is when all the chaos happens. So I might even put in that as like, damn, we're gonna get destroyed. We might still very much get destroyed, but still, mm-hmm. we have a chance as much as people think we do when it comes to winning that game. I don't think nobody thinks that you guys have a chance. Some people do. (laughs) Outside of the people who are Jets fans, I don't think anybody, especially if Lamar Jackson plays. Now, look, I think there's a possibility that he might hold out if this contract doesn't get situated. There's no reports that have indicated that. There's none. That's just me kind of thinking if Lamar Jackson, I know that he doesn't have an agent, so I know he's kind of doing this himself. But if anybody cares for him, they would be telling him to not play without a new deal. So I think there is... Nobody's talking about it, but I think there's a possibility that this guy might not play. I'm just saying. But I think even if – who's their backup? What, Tyler Huntley, I think that's his name? Even if Tyler Huntley has to go in there – no, I don't think it's Tyler Huntley. It is. Yeah. Even if Tyler Huntley goes in there, Tyler Huntley looked pretty good in the regular season in the games that we've seen him play because that system fits his skill set. So there's no really – so, like, there's no really – change in that offense based on what they want to do now yes the effectiveness is not the same as that they have a lamar jackson but huntley looks good in that offense as well and i think he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the nfl for what his team needs so mm. i think even if huntley uh is, is out there week one y'all still gonna lose like i don't see like you guys would need like all the injured players from last year to get injured in, like in that game for y'all to win but there's no way if both teams are healthy that you guys have a chance of beating the ravens no chance Everyone want to talk when they up, and they're not even up just now. Like they, they're not even think, up. 
But I do think, though, real quick, I think that Sauce Gardner is going to have a pretty decent week one, if I'm being honest, because they don't have no real receivers. So I don't even think that any of their receivers that go off that game. I, I think Mark Andrews will go off because I think he's their leading receiver, even with a tight end, but he's their main guy to go to. But, yeah, I think that Sauce will look good week one, regardless to who's playing quarterback for the Ravens. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, listen, I'm I'm hopeful because it's week one. We're home. And it's week one. Like what? Yo, week one is where magic happens. It's where yo, magic you happens. might as well. You might as well actually just figure out where you're taking me to dinner next, bro, because you're going to lose that bet as well. With Zach Wilson missing the first four games, you guys going 0 and 4. The bet's over already. I mean, like, right now, the bet is over already. Remember, we, we made that bet on Friday. That bet is done already. So you might as well. Just start thinking of somebody else, of somewhere else to take me. If, if we're mm. just being real, because you're gonna lose that bet as well. You know, I, I didn't anticipate Zach Wilson being injured. It sucks. <laughs> so it's not it's not really my fault if I do lose this bet. I'm not no, really trying to get myself. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not because we did that what Friday. So at the time that you know Friday, we didn't know how. Long. I mean, we didn't let Zach Wilson with positive because I, I told you that he's gonna miss week one though. That I did tell you. Yeah. But we didn't know it before weeks. But eh, I mean, you might well just start looking at some places, bro. Just saying. Just <laughs> oh my gosh, whatever, whatever. Either way, though, I'm still hopeful. So, when Zach Wilson comes back, do you see the Jets possibly making the playoff run? No, come, come on, what kind of dumb question was that? No, why not? Even if Zach Wilson was healthy, you bums weren't making the playoffs. What are you what? talking about? Why we gotta wait? Why we gotta be bums? Because you guys suck. What are you talking about when Zach Yo, Wilson comes back? Why we got to make bummed? a playoff run? What kind why of question is bummed? that? You don't even believe that. I mean. Like, what kind of I dumb mean, question was that, bro? I can't believe you just actually thought there and said, let me actually. Like, you actually thought, yeah, this would be a good question to ask. What? You knew I was going to say no. This man. I don't know what you may say. You, you say a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of crazy stuff, bro. Like, like, are you okay? Did you hit your head? Are, are you fine? I slept well last night, so except you must not slept well. You, you must be sleep deprived to ask me some nonsense <laughs> like that. Can the Jets make a playoff run? Mother, you wouldn't be able to make a playoff run with Wilson. Oh, whatever. Wilson missing the first four games. Whatever, bro. Hold on, let me zoom real quick. Just real quick before we do move on from this topic, I do want to okay. say something. Okay, Ravens L, Browns L, Bengals L, Steelers L. Dolphins, L. Packers, L. Broncos, L. Patriots, L. Bills, L. My brother, you niggas are going 0-9. What are you asking me? Did you just hear your first nine games? You don't have not one easy game in there. Who'd you piss off? Why is this your schedule? I didn't even know that your schedule was this max. God damn. Yo. That first easy game is week 11. First the Bears. Bruh. This is Max. Nah. It's not okay. It's Yo, not Max. Hold on, it's bro. not Max. Hold on. Y'all might max. win three, four games. Seahawks, Jags, Lions, Bears. Those are only four games on your schedule. All right. Legit you guys winning. All right. Yo, this schedule is crazy. All right. Nah, hey. why do y'all like that, bro? Hey. Oh, hey. my days. Hey, we listen. We gonna, listen, only time will tell. 
the teams that he just read that think they're good, results oh. will prove that. Okay? So, bro, the Jets do not win more than four games this year. I would, right. I, I, I would do another bet on that. I would do another bet. On, I would do a separate bet on that. The nah. Jets do not win more than four games this year. I'm already down bad with this first bet, so. You, you don't want to make this second one? I'm already down bad with this first bet. You can, Bro, you, you can get a dinner back. So, wait, four games or more than four games? No, the Jets do not win more. So, like, you have to win at least five. Mm. Like, four is the max that you guys win. Four is the max. If I lose, I'd be have to pay you. I have to take you out two times. Two dinners. Mm. We don't bet money. We bet food around here. Okay. How about this, right? How okay, about this? Me. Okay. If if I lose, if I make this bet and I lose that bet, I'll take you to an expensive dinner. Like, like not regular dinner, right? Well, I got to be expensive. Worth. Huh? I said, it don't got to be expensive. I know, but I'm saying if I lose, if I lose that bet too. Now, if I, if I win that bet, then it'd just be like a regular, you take me to dinner, I take you to dinner type, type stuff. All right, bet. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Fair cool, enough. cool, cool. Fair enough. So that's where you can get your, your Roof Chris steak that he didn't get last time, by the way. So, you know, actually, tell, tell people what we ate last time, bro. Yeah, so you guys already know, you know, after Joe Flacco oh, – no, not the Joe Flacco. My fault. I'm, still, I'm thinking of the wrong team. You know, after Baker Mayfield went to Carolina and got that bum Sam Darnold out that starting spot, which I called, and we bet food on it, yeah, you know, my guy took me to a – Nice little Mexican place, Jose Teos. The food there was immaculate. You know, everything tastes better when it's free. It was on his dime. It so free. it was fantastic, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. And, yeah, look, to many more dinners that this guy will have to take me to because he's going to lose more bets. So, look, the first of many, and I was full, and I had leftovers. So five stars for me, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you, Baker Mayfield. You feel me? For that free meal. Yes, sir. No, so surprisingly, it was actually really good, guys. I'm not gonna lie. So, if you ever in New Jersey, you got a spot. It has to be Jose Tejadas or Teos. It was. It was. The walk was nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, man, I'm telling you guys, look. And Edwin was generous. He was like, "Yo, bro, just get what you want." I was like, "Oh shit, that's what I'm talking about." Cause I'll go do that anyways. You feel me? You lost bet. Yes. Let's move on though, bro. Come on, man. Let's move all on. right, well, pull it. All right, so pull up the pull up the roster because you know who we have to go to right now. Fantasy freaking football. Now let me ask you this, right? We had our draft, we had our our grades. We had the same grade, by the way, guys. But why do you deserve to win fantasy football this season? Let me hear your roster right now. Go ahead. Wait, for which team? Because I'm in like six different leagues. Bro, bro. I don't care about those other teams. You know what league I'm talking about. Stop asking We're in two questions. Leagues. We're in two leagues. Forget Together. that other league. It don't matter. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so in my league, the one that I'm the commissioner, the one that I'm the big dog in, the one that big I dog? You, you actually, didn't win yet. <laughs> actually, I, I'm not going to even brag. Because last you didn't even season, win your league yet. Because, because, <laughs> because last season... I came second. So that's not because I was going to say I came second. But then I'm like, wait, I'm not bragging about that. So I'm not going to even mention how you finished below me last year because you came third. So usually you do always finish below me and things. So, you know, it's not really, you know, surprising that, you know, you came third and I came second. But I will talk about this season. Yeah, look, man, my team is pretty good. Um, You know, I, I feel confident. I think that I drafted well. My strategy was pretty good. Um, and in my league, we, we do four flex. I know in most leagues, people only do like one flex. 
But when I was making Malik, I was like, yo, let's be a little different. Four yeah. flex seems more fun, adds a bit more excitement. So I will read my starting lineup right here. So are you ready? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I got Kyler Murray, CD Lamb, Debo Samuels, Ezekiel Elliott, Travis Etienne, TJ Hawkinson, David Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins, Michael Thomas, Alan Lazard. And then my kicker is Matt Gay. And my defense is the Saints defense, but I don't keep my defense. Like, I stream it. So I'll probably drop the Saints defense after week one, depending on who their week two opponent is, and I'll pick up somebody else's defense. So I don't really care about my defense too much. That's why I picked okay. them, like, last. And then, matter of fact, look, I'll read my bench, too. My bench, I have Michael Carter, Christian Kirk, Chris Olave, uh, Irv Smith Jr., and he's not going to really play, but in case, you know, like Hawkinson for his bye week or, God forbid, Hawkinson gets hurt, I think Irv Smith Jr., that will be a high-powered offense. You know, he'll and he did score five times last season that he played fully until he got injured last year. So, you know, uh, McCole Hardman, Justin Fields, and Sky Moore. So I think that my team is pretty well-rounded, and the reason that I drafted Chris Olave was because I have Michael Thomas. So that means that if Michael Thomas gets hurt, I don't have to – worry about going to the waiver wire to get his replacement because Chris Olave is already on, on, on is already on my bench. Um and I do have McCole Harbin and, and Sky Moore. So I have two Chiefs wide receivers there. Obviously Juju's number one, but McCole Harbin is the number two as of right now, kind of or I mean you could say Monto Valdez uh thing, but mm, to me, McCole Hardman <laughs> I, I don't really know how I say his whole name. Marquez Valdez Scantling. It's not that hard. Scantling, bro. yes. Yes, but McCole Hardman, look, they're going to be looking for, for somebody to kind of add that dynamic, like that dynamic thing that they're going to lose with Tyreek Hill not being there. And McCole Hardman is the fastest player on that team as of right now. So I figure that they'll look to get him the ball in some unique situations. And then if it doesn't work with him, then I believe this guy more as well. So I think that my team is pretty solid. Um, I definitely do expect to have a winning record this year, God forbid, because I know last year I had a bunch of injuries. So hopefully, you know, that, that can't happen twice. That that cannot happen. And I don't even know how the hell I finished second last year, like, with my injuries. But but that can't happen two years in a row. So I'm liking what got going on. And I like Michael Carter. He's on your team. I know that I know that everybody seems to forget that he's a pretty decent running back because Brees Hall is there now. But we don't really know who the true running back one is. So we'll see who kind of wins out that battle. But as of right now, it is a running back by committee. So, you know, you never know. Michael Carter could end up being the running back one on the on the New York Jets moving forward, considering that he did do well his rookie year and he died and he does have that over Brees Hall. So who knows? But my team is better than yours. So that's all that I know. Facts. All right. All right. I, you know, let me just get to the real winning side here because you talked a whole bunch of nonsense. I don't even want to hear it anymore. And all our right. league is keepers. Our league is keepers as well. So yes. because we have so many like spots open, just real quick, I want to give them some context. You can have up to three keepers. You don't have to keep anybody. But if you do want to keep players, you can only keep up to three. All right, so go ahead, bro. Yes, yes. Now, here comes the best team in this league, quote-unquote. In my league, but whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah. Josh Allen at QB. Justin Jefferson. Keenan Allen. Derrick Henry. Cam Akers, who plays tomorrow night. Zach Ertz. Allen Robinson. Brandon Cooks. Antonio Gibson. Robert Woods. On the bench. Dawson Knox just got that four-year extension or a three-year extension, whatever. He got his money back. He's going to be on my bench. We have Joshua Kelly for the Chargers, Jarvis Landry, who, by the way, I saw that he developed some nice rapport with Jameis Winston in preseason, so I expect that to continue over into the season. I'm not talking about no Chris Olave, no Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, all right? On top of that, Derek Carr's a backup QB, Mike Gesicki for the tight ends. You know Tua Tagovailoa loves his – 
safety blanket over the middle, even though he does have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, but still Mike Gesicki. Jalen Tolbert should get some snaps because you don't have Michael Gallup on that team right now as it stands. So Jalen Tolbert, C.D. Lamb. Tolbert is wide receiver too. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's that, not comparable. C.D. Lamb is the clear-cut what, what, like, uh, like wide receiver one. So it's not comparable. Of course not. And then on top of that, they do have Dalton Schultz as well. So yes, Tobert will kind of be about third in that maybe reception. Maybe, order. but still, he's still he's still, he's, still, he, he's going to get he some should, targets. You know, Fair he's going to get some Fair targets. Enough. Alex Fair Pierce. Enough. By the way, defense, which should be to me a top five, top four, maybe even top three defense next year. The Green Bay Packers. So I'm loving my team and TikTok. Let me know, like, who is who has the better team? Is it my team or is it hit? Is it his team? Because either way, though, we're going to win the league. ESPN, Disciples, will win the league this year. Just saying. Okay. Um, now, looking at your team, I I don't even really want to get too much on it. Because since I'm in like 5,000 other leagues, I kind of do have some of these players as well. So I don't want to... I don't want to shit on them. <laughs> because I might need them to do something for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, do I hate being in so many leagues. Yo. Because... Because, like, I, like okay, so what I want to tell you is Antonio Gibson's going to suck, but I have him somewhere else. I want to tell you that Brandon Cooks is going to suck, but I got somewhere else. So I'm going to speak objectively. Not, I'm, I'm not going to just talk mess to you, right? Robert Woods, low-key, that's a decent pickup. I don't think he's going to do all that well. I think it's a good move, though. He is wide receiver one there. You know, it kind of just depends on how you feel about Ryan Tannehill. Would Ryan Tannehill, like, would that offense be able to support, let's say, a Derrick Henry and a Robert Woods, because you have Derrick Henry as well. So, you know, would it kind of be su- su- sustainable for both? I'm not too sure. Cam Akers, he was on my team last year because I was going to keep him, right? Remember, I, like I had him, and he was one of my keepers until mm-hmm. I decided to take him off to keep CeeDee Lamb because I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I have CeeDee Lamb. I, I forgot about that. He's undisputed. Because <laughs> like, I forgot that CeeDee Lamb was there, and he's the wide receiver one on a high-powered Cowboys team that's throw the ball a lot. So it wouldn't have made sense for me to let him go but keep Cam Akers, you know? But with Akers, the ruptured Achilles, I think, right? Or torn ACL, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's like one of those injuries that we haven't seen a running back come back from his kind of injury and be productive. And on top of that, you have to worry about Daryl Henderson as well, who's also going to get his carries too. So to me, it was like a little bit shaky. Now, Justin Jefferson, Derrick Henry, Josh Allen, you got it. I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to argue with that. Because Jefferson, you can say that he's arguably in the conversation to be the overall the overall wide receiver one in fancy football with him and Cooper Cup. And then Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. So you expect him to be a top five fancy football uh, running back right now uh, with all that said and done. Josh Allen, I don't necessarily give you the edge on that because Kyler Murray puts up kind of comparable fancy football numbers. You know, they both run the ball. They both throw touchdowns as well. So yeah. to me, not really. Look at it. Look like just look at the projections. Like it's kind of equal projections for both quarterbacks. And then Zach Ertz eh, doesn't do it for me, bro. Does not do it for me. Like overall, I think that who's my tight end, huh? Who's your who's your tight end? Hawkinson. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, because Hawkinson, he's like about top five, top ten. You'd say tight end. Like like he's up there. Oh yeah, Zach Ertz. For what he did in Philly is up there, but Zach Ertz is kind of starting to fade away a little bit. But Hawkinson is going to get a lot of targets, him and Amar, Ross, A. Brown. So, you know, like I'm pretty – look, I put it like this way. I think that our starting, like, players are – it's, you know, like, it's debatable. Like, I wouldn't say that I have the clear-cut better lineup than you, 
But what I will say where I do beat you at is bench depth. Like, I think that I have you there with just like my bench. I think, so. I think better than yours. Huh? You think so? Yeah. Facts. You know, people people didn't know that I had something up my sleeve when I drafted Justin Jefferson that, that year when I first joined this league. And it just, ever since then, cause I know how to draft my players. You know, I know, I can you, see who's going to get the most snaps. You in the second round. That's when he yeah, was going. Exactly. In the second round. Yeah, what do you mean people didn't know? His average draft position was the second round. You took him when he was supposed to go. Yeah, but you, usually, the, you, usually, you wait. though. Hold on, hold on. You usually, usually the first round. Early, though. That's why. Yeah, yeah. But but you didn't, like, that wasn't, like, a steal. Like, you didn't take him in, like, the fifth round, and we were all like, what the hell? You took him when he was going. Not really. I, I, because, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Don't take my credit away from me. Uh, no, bro. Jefferson's ADP was the second round. You took him in the second round. You you took him when he was going. Now, it's the first round now. But last year, when you took him, it was the second round. So, yeah. you like, you did the smart thing. I guess. Yeah. yeah like, smart. Exactly. Smart thing, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just saying. So, okay. when it comes down to guys like Alec Pierce... Joshua mm-hmm. Kelly, Dawson Knox, these guys are gonna make some moves for me next year. Just be be on the lookout for that, man. Like, okay, so here's my issue with you. You don't have like okay, so your running backs are weak. As like a unit, running backs are very questionable. Um, like so, like that's where I think that, that your main weakness is because you're about an injury, like a running back, like injury away from maybe having to play James Kelly some games. And James Kelly's gonna get no burn. So to me, Austin Austin Eckler and then Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle is the is the third on the depth chart right now. That's why. I well, yeah, that. because yeah, because they just signed him like last week. But Sony Michelle is better than James Kelly. Sony Michelle will be running back to Joshua Kelly. Yeah, like yeah, so like that was kind of shaky. Jarvis Landry is shaky as well because Brissett. Now when Watson comes back, no, wait, he's in New Orleans. What the hell am I talking Orleans, about? Bro, I'm just on the ground. But a lot of mouths to feed there because you have. Camaros is also going to catch passes than Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. And you'd have to think that they want to push Chris Olave the most because they just wasted a first round pick on him. Well, not wasted, but they used a first round pick on him. So, like, your bench is a bit questionable. That's all that I'm saying. Like, like it's questionable. Okay. My bench is, like, my bench is a bit more proven right now. You know, I have Christian Kirk, who's the undisputed, like, the wide receiver one for the Jaguars. You know, they just gave him a bag. So, they're going to want him to perform. And then, on top of that, I have Michael Carter, who performed well last year. I don't know whether hmm? – Undisputed wide receiver one in Jacksonville is Christian Kirk. Yes, you don't give him 80 million for him to be your wide receiver, too. No, you give him 80 million to overpay because you need good players. But Marvin no. Jones is on that team. Who Marvin Jones? He's better than Marvin Jones. Might be Christian Kirk. I think he's better than Marvin Jones. Yeah, but we'll see. Probably, probably, we'll see. probably we'll see. is. Point is, bro, you're in for a long season, bro. That's all that I'm saying. <laughs> really. Really? I don't even okay. know this year. Max. So what do you think you finished this year? No lower than fourth. Mm, I said no lower than, than third, to be honest. For you? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Last you year finished, finished first. So you didn't finish first last year. We're talking Did about you? like overall. No, I'm saying, yeah, like before the playoff started, were, were you first seed? Oh, second seed. Sorry, I was second seed last year. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, All right. the last game killed me. Year, like, last game killed me. Had an injury crisis at that time, and I just lost it. Second seed, I lost it. First seed, but I, I can guarantee you, though, you. I tried to tell you that once Derrick Henry went down, that you were done. I, I told nah, you, like. Nah, 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 nah. Because I, I was still scoring points. 
I but I told you right that you wouldn't win the league, though. That, but that's what I said. I was like, bro, you're not going to win the league, bro. I was like, once Derrick Henry went down, I was like, it's over. Nah. Because you had no good backup for him. Yo, he, yo, people, he swore up and down that when Derrick Henry went down, I was going to, like, plummet. I didn't plummet. I kept on winning games. Yeah. Kept on winning games. Winning games, and then at the end of the season, finished behind me. So, you know, it is what it is. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, bye. <laughs> All right, so let's go through these rapid projections, right? So I got a list here for different awards and different categories of what the players will do next year for this football season or this year. I keep on saying next year, but this year now. So are you ready? Let's get the answers in fast, fast. No thinking. You don't even tell me which award we're going to be talking about. It's a a surprise. It's a surprise. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You ready? Yeah. All right, so who will win Offensive Player of the Year? Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson. Or Jonathan Taylor or CD Lamb. Oh damn! Yeah, come on, tick tick tock tick CD. tock. <laughs> Who's it? CD. 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 Yeah. Yo, this guy is banging on CD. To what? The... Because all right, because okay, he okay, doesn't okay, really okay. have to fight with, with, with like anybody for targets. So that's okay, okay, why okay, I'm okay. okay. Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, Joey Bolso, Michael Parsons. Aaron Donald. All right. MVP, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, or Aaron Rodgers? Herbert. Herbert for MVP. Yeah. Who will lead the NFL in passing yards this season? Justin Herbert. 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 Okay. Yeah. Who will lead the NFL in in receiving yards this year? CeeDee Lamb, Jefferson, Cooper Cup. Cup. I okay. think I believe it again. Yeah. Who will have the NFL lead in sacks this season? Joey Bosa, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Nick Bosa. Ooh. Read that. Wait, read that list again. Let me read it again. Joey Bosa, Miles Garrett, yeah. TJ Watt, Nick Bosa. I think Garrett. Okay. Coach of the year. Are you are you gonna give me some candidates or I'm just going off the top of my head? No, off the top of your head. Shit. That's always hard for me. That I can't tell you. Okay, okay, I, okay, okay. I'll give you some candidates. I'll give you some candidates. All right, okay, ready? Okay. Brandon Study from the Chargers. No, uh Nathaniel Hackett not, from the Broncos. Definitely not him. Okay. Uh Nick Serrani from the Eagles. And I'll throw in what other team is there that's that's rising, I guess you could say. Dennis Allen from the Saints. I don't like any of those guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. We gotta All pick right. out of those four. All right, fine. Well, I'll go with the Broncos guy, but he's not gonna win it though. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, well, I mean, you know how I kind of view, like, how that stuff should should be won. It's just, like, who's had the best season? I think if you had the best season, like, the best record, just in, like, the league period, you should win Coach of the Year. That's how I really? view it. Yeah. Why? Yeah, that's how I view it. Be, be, because you've been the most successful so far. So, because aren't the awards given out before the playoffs start, if, if I'm not mistaken? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, because – so if the awards are given out before the playoffs start, then I can't say whoever wins the Super Bowl, right? Because that's what I usually not. say. Is that's, if that's the Super point. Bowl, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So usually I, I would be like, whoever won the Super Bowl, that's coach of the year because you won the Super Bowl. But because it's before that, then I would just go to who had the best record during the regular season. Like, to me, they won the most. They're the most successful. So how could they not be the coach of the year if they're the most successful coach at that time that the award's given out? So by your logic, then, you're yes. saying that Nathaniel Hackett will be 
the coach of the year, the Broncos, which would be that they would have to win the division to do that, right? But that's out of all the teams that you gave me. I didn't like any. I just said I didn't like any of those choices. <laughs> but I think that the Broncos what? are. But, but generally, though, I think that Brandon Staley, I think that the Chargers are a better team. But I think Brandon Staley's an idiot. I don't like his play calling. I think that he gambles too much. So to me, I don't like him. And I don't really know who the coach is for the Broncos. I don't really know him. I don't know his background. But out of all those coaches, I would just take him because I don't like Staley. Well, but the Chargers will have a better record. But the Chargers, well, I mean, you gave me four coaches and I said I don't like them. And you said, no, you don't (laughs) know Who cares? Let's move on. All right. Who will lead the NFL in rushing yards? Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, or Joe Mixon? Henry. Henry? Yeah. NFL lead for interceptions next season. Patrick Sertan, JC Jackson, Xavier Howard, or Darius Slay? Sertan. Sertan? Yeah, I'm not too sure, though. That's the a, Broncos that's again? That's two for two. <laughs> that's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. And interceptions don't lead to wins just because one player leads. No, you're right. Wins. You're right. Yeah. They don't. And he's so, super tough. He's super tough. Yeah, he so. is very tough. He is very yeah. tough. So right now, like for his list, he gave me Aaron Donald for Defensive Player of the Year. He gave me uh, C.D. Lamb for Offensive Player of the Year. He gave me Justin Herbert for MVP and for NFL passing yards. He gave me receiving yards. What do you have? Cooper Cup. Right. NFL sacks. He gave me – who would you pick for that? T.J. Watt. Donald. Not Donald. Aaron Donald. No, no, I didn't give you that. I didn't. I didn't listen. But oh you, wait, you no. Pick. For sacks, no, no, no. For sacks, the options that you gave me, I picked Miles Garrett. My fault, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Yeah. Fan for rushing yards, he gave me Derrick Henry, my guy. Patrick Sertan for the NFL receiving. I mean, interception lead. If a coach of the year, he goes with Nathaniel Hackett. Now, well, one I, last the option that you gave me, that's why I picked them out of the okay, four. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Like of all the coaches. I picked the guy from the Broncos, okay? okay? Listen, who cares? Listen, one more, one, one more, one more category. NFL comeback player of the year. Who's the go-to? Are you going to give me some options or I'm doing that off the top of my head too? There's only one option for me, to be honest. But, I'll, okay, I'll give you Okay, I'll give you two two options. I can't even say he's comeback player because he played last year too, but Saquon Barkley and CMC. CMC. Okay. Yeah, you, you used to head on that one. You used to head on that one. Okay, <laughs> you about to say some BS, yo, yo. That's funny. All right, man. So that is it for his list. Let's let me. I, I hope he's right because these are some bold predictions. To be honest, man. Seriously, some. Hey, look, man. Not not everything is as cut and dry as you might think. Where like the favorite should win it, you know? Of course, of course. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Now, finally. Finally, finally, the best segment of the show. Previews. Previews for a game that means something, guys. That means something. That counts. (laughs) Yes, Bills and Rams. Will, talk to me about that matchup. Thursday night football. Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis. Yo, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. Yo, Matt. I said Matt LaFleur. I want to say Matt. Sean McVay. <laughs> Sean McVay. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Can I, I keep on going? Can I keep on going? Look, look, 
Where's that game at? Is that in Buffalo or is that in LA? It's in LA. It's in LA. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams to win that game. I think it'll be a good game though. Um, I'm very excited that that's the first game that we get back tomorrow night. I cannot wait. I'm gonna be probably watching an NFL game day from like 8 a.m., bro. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that'll be a pretty good game. I think that the Rams will win it. Though. I think that the Rams are, are the better team overall. I kind of like their offense a bit more. I think that they're well, they can be equally as good on defense. Um, as the Bills, I think that maybe you'd give the edge to the Bills right now just because, like, what they did last year. But then you look at that Rams, you know, I mean, look, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and they brought in Bobby Wagner. So, to me, it's a pretty solid defensive unit with the pieces that they have around those guys. But yeah, offensively, I think that the Rams are better. So, I would give the edge to the Rams right now. Would you agree or not? Nah? It's debatable. And by the way, it starts right now. Like, you and I starts right now. This list. Of going for oh, the- yeah. oh yeah, I oh yeah, oh yeah! I blew yo. I predicted so many right games over Edwin that we stopped taking count because he couldn't come back. I oh man, we should have did it for that too. We should have put that on a bet. Damn, that's all right. You want to do it? Yeah. Wait. Oh, I mean, nah. Actually, nah. Forget that one. Forget that one. Because you mean? I'm about to down three three meals. That'd be upset. I'd be upset, bro. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Listen, it, it don't matter, though, but it starts right now, though. It starts right now. So, okay, fair enough. It's tough. But I'm going to go with the Bills. Yeah, by the way, the Bills are the favorites, according to FanDuel. Minus 126. Rams are plus 108. Yes. Yes, indeed. You know what's funny? I feel like the Rams won't be able to contain Josh Allen. You know, they have the edge rushers and Aaron Donald, obviously, Leonard Floyd. But... Losing Von Miller was a big thing for that team last year, whether people believe it or not. And when you don't have him there to put some pressure on to a guy like Josh Allen, it's going to be tough to contain him. So I don't think they have any linebackers that can really keep up with him, even though they do have some fast linebackers as it is. Um, But either way, I see a game plan of Jalen Ramsey sticking on Stephon Diggs throughout the whole entire game, right? But then Gabriel Davis, he's going to have a breakout year for me this year. After what we saw last time when he played in the AFC in the AFC uh, divisional Every round, game. that was a great game by him. He's gonna cook Troy Hill this year, cook Troy Hill in this freaking game possibly. If I'm being honest with you, and that's the second best cornerback on that team, I believe. So listen, he's gonna have that big matchup for him. And by the way, we can't really count out Stephon Diggs even if he's going against Jalen Ramsey because he is that great. But listen, I I just like the the rushing attack that Allen provides for the Bills, and on top of that. Do I believe Cam Makers can establish this running game for the Rams? Nah, probably not against the Bills. Probably not, right? Also, no, I don't think but so. But he'll also have to split carries with Daryl Henderson as well. So it's not going to just be Cam Makers that's going to be getting a majority. Like, Cam Makers might get more touches, but it'll be, like, probably like a 55-45 split of carries. Yeah. Um, And, you know, going against the Bills – like, it is tough, and I hear, like, what you're saying, but, again, like, that Bills offense to me is, like, a bit shaky. I mean, yes, I know that they're, you know, like, they're seen as, like, as, like this high-powered offense, I you know, and I get that potential that, uh, what's the guy's name, Gabriel Davis could provide. They got Stephon Diggs there, but, again, they have no running backs that I believe in. I mean, James Cook seems probably, like, their best one, but with James Cook, Devin Singletary, whatever, like, they don't really have any running backs that I think are that good as of right now. Maybe, you know, these guys can – prove me wrong but for so far like the past few seasons the Bills running backs have been very lackluster and I don't really think that Dawson Knox is anything to really talk about um you know I think he's a solid he's average but he's not anything crazy like for what he should be doing in that offense I think it has been disappointing you can say because I think that you'd expect more considering how good that offense is 
and how much pressure is not on him, you know? So I think he does need to step it up. But when I look at the Rams, you know, the Rams to me, okay, I know running back shaky for them as well. But I think they have a better running back group than the Bills. I think, obviously, Josh Allen's better than Matt Stafford, but Matt Stafford has been able to do it underneath pressure. I mean, Matt Stafford is a Super Bowl champion now. So in my opinion, you know, Matt Stafford, I, I think, you you know, you can't disrespect him by kind of just saying that, you know, that um, Josh Allen will outplay him like that. I think, you know, it's going to be a high-pressure situation. He's going to be going against a great defense. And I think that Matt Stafford, he's kind of shown that he, that he that he can deal with high-pressure situations. Then, you know, he's going to have Cooper Cup. He's going to have Allen Robinson. Um, I'm not too sure who their wide receiver three is. I'm it's losing me right now. Van Jefferson, that's Ooh, a pretty David solid wide receiver group. Sure to me, that's a better receiving group than what the Bills have as well. So I, I can just see it's going to be a close game. But me, give me the Rams, bro. Give me the Rams. Now, over-under is 51 and a half. Are you taking the over or are you taking the under? So 52 points needed. Funny enough, I'm taking the under. This is a trap game. This is definitely a trap game because Mm. people are thinking about the two offenses and how they're both explosive. But to me, this is a trap game. I think this will go under 52 points. Trap game. Is it really okay? Fair. Is it really considered a trap game if it's under fifty-two points, though? Yeah, there's a lot of points. You usually don't get games where the over/under is fifty-two. That's high for over/under. No, but I, I, when I think about a trap game, I, I guess, I guess, I guess you could say, it. I guess you could yeah. say that. Right? I you do know? have a same. Well, I do have an anytime touchdown parlay, though. Do you want to hear it? Still yeah, let me hear it. Josh Allen, any anytime touchdown, which means not passing. He has to run, run one in, run or catch one. You know, he has to. And Cam Akers. I have that as a parlay. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, that's so not I'm bad. Gonna... I might take that to be honest. I yeah, take... yeah. So I'm gonna need both of them to score. I'm not gonna lie to you; they better score. Uh, now the Rams. Yeah, look, 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 they're on your fancy team. Exactly. So you, be hoping... so you should just put money on it because you kind of need it to happen anyways. I mean, I don't want to waste money if it, if it don't work out. Like I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, but those are two of like the favorites to kind of get any time touchdowns. If we're being, I honest. thought Cooper Cup would be a favorite. No, of course, of course, but. Cam Akers is second at plus one. So Cooper Cup is negative 150. Yes. And then, then Cam Akers is plus 110. And then Josh Allen is plus 150. Okay. Yeah, okay. so like the odds, they're not crazy, but they're good. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good enough. So indeed. we're starting right now, right? So you got the Bills. I got the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go to the Bills. Enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I, think gonna struggle? Allen, I think that Josh Allen will be contained. Contained in what way? As in, like, the rushing attempt. Like, and again, he better give me that rushing touchdown tomorrow. But I don't think he'll, like, go crazy rushing. I think he'll probably rush for, like, no more than, like, 20-something yards. Well, like over under right now is 37.5, so. 37? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I'll give him the over on that, actually. I, I can see. But no more than, like, 50. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Now, the, the part of why I think the Rams would have an advantage over the Bills is the right. receiving court, right? Like you mentioned, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup. Possibly Van Jefferson. They don't really have their starting unit for the CBs, as in like they don't have Tre'Davious White. It's going to be Kyrie Elam possibly starting on that, so right. he might be in for a reckoning. He's a good cornerback. He did play well in the preseason game, but he's going to have a, a, a tough task guarding one of these three receivers either way. But safety core is really nice. Jordan uh, Poyer and Micah Hyde really, really good, really, really good. We'll so they're going to have an advantage over that. But we'll see what happens. I think it will be a high-scoring game. I do believe that Josh Allen will not be contained in tomorrow's game. And with that being said, that will open up so many things for the Bills as far as just running the ball. The offense line is not the best. 
It won't be probably the best again this year. It's going to be better than it was last year, but I'll say it's about either either average or potentially top 10 if they play up to their standards. But either way, though, it's not the best for me. I don't really like it too much. So that should be an advantage over uh, for the Rams. But either way, though, I'm going with the Bills on the road game. Okay, so give me your final score prediction. Not that that matters, but give me just like, yeah, just give me like a final score prediction. I'll go 27-24. I think that so it like comes right down for a Talabas field goal walk-off field goal. That so right, at, so right after two points. Yeah, yeah, precisely, precisely. Josh Allen leads into a walk-off field goal winner by Talabas, and it'll go down as that. Okay, I'm going 24-17. I think it'll be something like that. 24-17. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, who has the more passing yards, Josh Allen or Matthew Stafford? Stafford. Who has the most rushing yards? Uh, Bills. Bills unit or the, or the Rams unit? Bills. Mm. Yeah, because – so, I mean, that's pretty easy, though, when you think about it, because Matt Stafford has a better receiving core. And, again, it's like you kind of pointed out with the injuries that the Bills secondary has. You know, Cooper's going to get his – and then Al Robinson is going to be uh, hard to handle as well. And then Van Jefferson is a pretty good third wide receiver. So I think, you know, and then they also have Tyler Higby, although he is a kind of average. I think he's, you know, he's a solid tight end. So like he'll kind of be in there to help out a little bit. But I think when it comes to rushing, you know, you have to include Josh Allen. They'll probably get about 50 to 60 rushing yards from their running backs. And then, you know, Josh Allen could probably uh, like add in. I mean, like if he goes crazy, then he can add in about 40 yards, 60 yards. So I think overall their rushing unit is a bit better because we don't really know what Cam Akers is going to be like. So we'll see how he splits carries, but you don't have to worry about Matt Stafford running the ball potentially. So to me, that takes away from what the Bills have. So the Bills, I think, would lead the game in rushing. Like it, like it only makes sense if the Bills lead that game in rushing. All right, last question: Who has the more takeaways, the Bills or, or the Rams? Rams, Rams. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I you have to go the Rams there. I mean, I mean, like. I mean, like, you have to go Rams there, bro, because the thing is with the Rams, you know, you have uh, – so Aaron Donald's going to be out there playing, you know, anytime he touches anybody, like, that's – it's probably going to be a fumble. Let's be real. I mean, you, like, you're getting hit by Aaron Donald. It's, it's not a fun time, all right? So, you know, you go get trip sacks, whatever. You know, you have Bobby Wagner there as well. And then you have Jalen Ramsey who could possibly get a pick or two. You never know. But the only reason that I'm kind of highlighting the big-name players is because I feel like that's where – they specialize again these takeaways. I kind of feel like when you have like like the average guy, of course the average player can get you a takeaway as well. But I'm, I'm more so looking at the impact players, and I think mm. that the Rams have more impact players on defense. So to me, I think that they have a higher possibility of getting more takeaways. But that doesn't mean that that they will. I'm just kind of looking at the impact of you know their big, more big impact players. players. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't. Yes, they do. What the heck? Yes, they do. No, they don't. The right. yo, the Bills don't have three players on the level of Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and um Bobby Wagner. The Bills do not have any, any three players on that level on defense. They don't even have one well, player. When they, when they get level. fully healthy, they, they, then they don't they don't even more. have they don't even have one player on that level. And no Von Miller's not on that level. I mean, last year you saw what he did last year for that team. <laughs> but no, look. No, look, Von, no, look, uh, old Von Miller, like, you know, talking about seasons past, he's on that level. But Von Miller right now, he's good, but he's not on the same level as Aaron Donald. He's not on the same level as uh, Jalen Ramsey. He's not on the same level as a Bobby Wagner. In he's terms not on the same level as a Bobby Wagner? No, I'm talking about in terms of, like, as in, like, what they do for, like, their position. In terms of, like, Bobby Wagner is arguably the best at his position. Aaron Donald is arguably the best defensive lineman. Jalen Ramsey is arguably 
the best corner. No, I said he's arguably the best. Like you, like, you could, like, don't act. It's like there's no argument for, for uh, Wagner if people want to make that argument. Like, there is an argument to be made for him to be up there. I don't think that he is. I think, you know, I, we're not going to get into who's better. But I think there's an argument to make for him. And I'm talking about, like, Jalen Ramsey is one of the better cornerbacks. Oh, no, actually, he is one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Von Miller, I think that he is one of the better defensive linemen in the league. But I don't think he's up there. Like, he's not – like, okay, so he's not in the same category as a TJ Watt, as a Miles Garrett. Right now, he's not. He's not. Now, based off his career, yes. But right now, he's not up there like with those guys. Come on. All right. All right. We'll see what happens. Listen, either way, though, I'm going to be one and all. He's going to be 0-1. Even if I'm 0-1, I'm still going to have a better chance because the NFL season starts this weekend. So we're going to have some great things to talk about. I cannot wait, bro. Yeah, but yeah, what a great, great, fantastic episode. Once again, four minutes into OT, we have some football back, baby. Let's get into it. Will. I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait for tomorrow either, man. Any last words before we kick off the show? No. And Not a joking. Okay, Yo, okay, guys, okay. don't forget to like on the video if you guys are watching this on YouTube. Don't also forget to, you know, just leave a thumbs up or rate it five stars, whatever, wherever you're listening to. Actually, even if you don't give it five stars, even if you give it one star, I don't really care. Anything helps. It still boosts the algorithm. So however you guys like the podcast, make sure to just, you know, let us know about it. And we'll catch you guys on Friday when Evan will be down 0-1. Let's go Rams. Heck no. Chill.